G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 727 of the Trainsmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmith.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmith.com. Now, last weekend I went to a, a local triathlon, mostly to watch my son race, and I, just like all his races this season, anything that could go wrong went wrong for for, for him. Um, it, it all started off, he's, we're, we're there, I'm... I'm you know he's he's waltzed off into transition to get his bike set up and and I'm just having a chat and he he waltzes over saying Timmy where's my shit where's my cycling shoes and I, go, I don't know mate you know you you pack your bag and and at the time he blamed any man and his dog that you know all these things are missing and doesn't know where things are and but, but you know he's the one that gathered everything and so i said mate you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do your this triathlon in your your running shoes just you know i've done it once before many moons ago um it's not much fun but you know you, you it's an important lesson and so yeah all right so what wanders back off and gets the bike all set up and <laughs> knowing he's gonna have to do this bloody bike riding now for flies and and I said, let's go down to the beach because it, it's a bit breezy at the moment. I go, mate, this is going to be a great day for you. The wind's picked up. This is good practice. And we get down to the beach and the bloody ocean was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> it was bloody nasty out there. And and to honestly, I wish I was doing it because I suck swimming in open water at the best of time and then... With it being the water being so rough, I'm thinking, God, I wish I was doing this. I could really, really, really need the experience. And I and, and I was trying to tell him I've raced in stuff like this before, and it, it's not much fun during it. But just look at it, mate. This is good experience. And he's looking at it, but his eyes are just wide open, going, God's sake. And so I, I'm trying to give him some tips because he's never body surfed or anything in the ocean before. So I'm trying to. I say, so as you're coming down, you've got to keep one hand out, and you just start. To, you know, when you're on that wave, you got just swim with one arm, with the other one pointed straight out. And I'm trying to give him all these tips on what to do and i don't know if he heard any of it and and so he's i'm and i'm trying to tell him like mate this is great experience i wish i was doing it and at a a couple of days prior i thought i was going to be doing it i had um i saw a facebook message saying um someone's pulled out of a team they're looking for swimmers and cyclists and i i wrote back i can swim and or cycle i'll be there so might as well and then i'm I'm, what i'm guessing is the person in that team looked at it tim hey god's sake i don't want to be a part of a team and they ended up pulling out so i i was just a cheerleader anyway so my, my son took off really well in the race and um a lot better than i thought and he he says he was you know swimming around you know getting smashed everywhere which i have no doubt he was it looked like everyone was getting smashed out in that in that water but he came out i think either third or fourth out of the water i forget what one and um because i was visualizing he's going to be way further back because he has no experience in this luckily for him no one in his race had experience by the look of it and um, he, get, he gets on the bike and takes off. Anyway, he's not new because he's used to 
cycling with cycling shoes he's because um, he's on these bloody running shoes his foot slipped off he's de-knackered himself come off the bike altogether de-knackered himself i've lost any chance of have being a grandfather one day and um he's he's picked himself back up eventually which i have no idea how i'd be still down on the ground bloody you know questioning why i was even born and uh, meanwhile he's had a you know a heap of people go past him and so he eventually rides through a few of them and comes off the bike fourth, I think. he was, And he looked good at that stage. Um, and then he ran himself into third. So it was a good day. It was the poor, you know, poor Tassie boys, they're, they're, not, they're not used to the heat. And it was a warmish day and everyone was suffering on that run. All the run pace, paces were significantly slower than normal, like 15 to 20 seconds per kilometre slower than what you would it would normally be but my son was angry i should have brought that i should have done this if i didn't this didn't happen i reckon i could have got into second and so we're, i don't know if he could have or not but it was it was a good day from my point of mind but it was funny because the person who won the event completely outright will clark um for those who you you know people like me that love pro cycling um, may remember Will Clark. He was a pro cyclist with um, EF education for a while. Um, then the last two years of his con- pro career was with Trek. Um, he retired 2020, and he was, he's a local Tassie boy. And for, since then, he's just been more working on his family farm. And he, but I was watching him race. He looked really, really, really good just magnificent i was and after it i was talking to my son i go is he gonna go pro you reckon because he looked really good is he trying to build to trying to get back to being a professional athlete again and then i strava stalked him and realized he's he's not he's just having a bit of fun but he looked really good for for what i saw and then um again those the people that follow pro cycling will know richie port richie port was there he was part of a team um he was um the first out of the water in the swim and uh, he, he can swim all right but he can't run he, for a person who used to be able to run 10ks in 30 minutes flat he can't run now to save his life i was watching him run up to the beach and ah uh, he, he he thank goodness he can you know cycle but he's lost his all all that running ability i think geez he can swim anyway today's question comes from nikita who I coach is uh, from Norway, and which makes him super cool. Um, he writes, he's going through the podcast. Um, he's still on 2023. You could probably stop there. You probably heard it all. It's just me gibbering and arming and ahhing a lot. Anyway, we listen to the podcast, coming up with questions. How, how cross-country can benefit my triathlon preparation? For example, cross-country skiing. So, Nikita was skiing for about five hours the other day, and it was funny because I also coach another athlete, which I call, um, you know, which I was, uh, um, I was saying, you know, I coach another athlete, um, Astrid, which is, you know, looking for looking at the maps, which is just like a hop, skip, and a jump from where you are, and he was telling me that's a two hour, two two and a half hour train trip. Distance wise, so I was. I don't. I don't know what the trains are like over there. Hopefully, they're a lot faster than what they are in Australia. I think you know, 
I'm not even sure the trains have improved in speed here in Australia since I was a kid. I think that, I think the new trains are still running at the same speed the old Red Rattlers did. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so cross-country skiing, I, I like it, especially in the off-season because um, you, you, you're you still getting a whole lot of aerobic and anaerobic benefits. You, you're, going part, you're going through all the different um, systems. You're touching all different sorts of muscle, um, muscle fibres throughout it. And in particular, you're gaining... Yeah, um, you, you're gaining a whole lot of um, mental freshness. Maybe not that's not quite the right wording, um, but it's just a change. You know, they say a change is as good as a holiday, and and what you're doing is changing that you your training. You're going from spending six to you know eight, nine, ten months of the year just swim, bike, run, gym work to now adding um, doing swim, bike, run, gym work and cross country skiing. Um, so it, it adds that whole different completely element. There's like um, a lot of other athletes who unfortunately haven't got the ability to cross-country ski. You, in the off-season, you chuck, chuck them on a mountain bike, for instance, and and it just it, it doesn't feel like training. It feels like, oh, this, uh, this feels great. I'm, I'm, this isn't exercise. This isn't training. This is fun. And they're still getting a lot of benefits from it, as well as, um, you know, you, you're – I would. I've never skied, so I'm guessing a lot of this. But I would imagine you, you're using a hell of a lot of core and stability muscles, which can only benefit and help keep you um, injury prevention. But it can only help with um, with triathlon training as well as help improve your VO2. Um, I I think it just ticks, especially in the off season ticks a lot of boxes Astrid's also doing a hell of a lot of um, cross-country skiing as well and I'm not saying I'm looking at the photos and being wildly jealous because I'm in the process I'm in the middle of an amazing summer here at the moment in Tasmania Tasmania has the greatest summers on earth I swear that we do but I'm sure once we get to winter here I'm going to start thinking geez I, I wouldn't mind skiing myself and I'll be looking up at a few mounts thinking ah, that, that sounds like a lot more fun than going out for a three-hour bike ride at, in, in the minuses but anyway i'm a big fan of cross-country skiing in in the off season i i only see the benefits from it so, uh, you you keep you keep doing doing it and i'll keep you know wishing i was there in winter if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.